into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. in here i'm the first guy to come to this continent that's italian and is walking here and i'm yelling that at the indigenous people hello everyone it's the day after columbus day the day in which we celebrate um getting mad about history from ninth grade on the internet it's italian thanksgiving <laughs> it is you cook a big uh, <clears throat> big lasagna with your family and then you don't share it. This is the day that Christopher Columbus got lasagne from all the native peoples. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, what's it, this? It's also some kind of pasta. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just cooked it in a big, uh, like um, um, one of those aluminum like to-go things you put a lasagna in. Yeah, yeah, he had a full tray of it. He brought the catering dish off of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Bring this back to Italy with you. Ujujuama. <laughs> <laughs> you received a commission from the King of Spain. It's confusing in retrospect. Apparently, it actually what like Chris, Columbus Day happens to be the same day as whatever the fuck Canadian Thanksgiving is, which is not right. apparently really that big of a deal. Which sounds like a really roundabout racist joke to Canadians. <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> Just a it's a turkey's plaid. It's a uh, Thanksgiving, but you don't tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's an industry term for non-tippers. If you're uh, angry right now, yeah. It's what not. is this Canadian Thanksgiving? You have to you have to be <laughs> racist to make that into a racist term. Yeah, it yeah. just means Against non-tippers. Canadians. <laughs> yeah, Those fucks. The race of Canada. I know we've been talking about your election recently, but why are you so tall and healthy? Yeah, fuck you. Fuck off. <laughs> it's because all that mozzarella. It's good, good for the bones. <laughs> You've been eating on Columbus Day slash Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, it's another episode. Yeah, bitch. How you eating, brother? I'm good. Pod Damn America, Gothic Socialist podcast for, uh, I don't even fucking know. For, for, for Americans. Yeah, Americans. People who bleed red, white, and true. You know what it is? Yeah. it's I'm Jake, Alex Patak. Alex Patak. Uh, Anders Lee here. <laughs> Anders Lee <laughs> Anders Lee high on poppers now. Yeah, we got Anders addicted to poppers. Yeah. This is not on the sheet, but we're going to talk about it. I came up with a new <laughs> intro for us. It should be him going, I have a girlfriend. You going, I have a wife. And then me going, I have drugs. And that's our dynamic. Right. And then we do our dance. You guys make me feel like such a gross, uh, single, horny uh just animal being around you by contrast is it that we make you feel like that or <laughs> maybe that that's what the situation is it's the contrast <laughs> <laughs> it's being around yeah, something about what anders is doing makes you look like a horny monster <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's by contrast it's like yeah, hanging out yes. with you know um, hang out with St. Teresa mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like hanging out with Anders you well behaved boys uh, okay, 
it was Columbus Day. Here's my thing with Columbus Day. It's like a little annoying that the internet that day is and I agree with all of uh-huh. this but it's just like you know he was a fucking murderer the internet becomes Meadow Soprano on Columbus Day yeah you know everyone read Howard's in and shit in like ninth grade well it's annoying because they're right they're right but we have this discussion every year but it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's like the fucking cultural appropriation thing where it's like if we're having this every year nothing is happening by just yelling about it online right and also none of you motherfuckers did shit about the like pipeline i guess is my point here so like this is just um you know completely meaningless oh and now it's italian's fault you got to get oil out of the ground (laughs) that's what the pipeline's for the great leaders of the italy community it's for olive oil yeah bringing it back to ma's house <laughs> she gotta cook with it <laughs> we can't take any more olive oil out of the ground the earth can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah leave it's, it in the ground <laughs> it's uh, italian people fracking olive oil <laughs> Damn. we should have had mike Racine on for this episode this is a golden opportunity i know he had a uh once in a lifetime tweet about columbus day that was uh let me just get it up here. I don't want to misquote it because it is very good. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I think I saw this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Columbus and fuck everyone from Northern Italy, light skin trash. There you go. <laughs> Sicily forever. It is weird that some Italian people are just like blonde. Yeah. And then some of them are like way darker than me and cuban people and like that is confusing they what? want it all <laughs> they already have wonderful beaches and like ru- rustic hills can't they just and can't they just look like a cut and copy thing like the irish do and just get over it yeah you know an irish guy when you, you can see spot him? an irish guy from a hundred potatoes away red hair freckles and shit Right. Big red nose from the drink. Yeah, they're stealing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're not allowed to work in my place of business. <laughs> but this actually does continue a theory I have had for a while, which is that being woke is just being more and more racist to Italians specifically. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, because you, you really are full of anger, but you're just whittling down what you're able to be angry yeah, at. Yeah, and it's, it, it's the boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're the last thing that is completely accepted to be like oh mamma mia you know <laughs> just uh <laughs> that's what you sound like <laughs> yeah i don't even know why they're not the most powerful of the even the white ethnicities i think that they're just they're like in the most there's there's the most movies about them yeah which is how uh our modern culture equates power so it's just like whoa you're in the godfather and in reservoir dogs you think you're better than me you spaghetti fuck (laughs) (laughs) but anyway uh i will it's weird fighting over columbus day indigenous indigenous people's day because at the end of the day it's just a day i don't have to move my car for street cleaning and that's a wonderful institution we should preserve yeah, I mean it's not. It's one of those holidays that has 
no one has ever celebrated for like the last <laughs> hundred years. No one's had like a Columbus Day party where you come over and then we reenact all the genocide. Right. Um, it's you know it's one of those things where it's like it's fucked up that there's that statue of him in like Queens or whatever. That's pretty yeah. jarring to look at, and it would be cool, you know, maybe if we melted it He's down. He's like face fucking a child. Yeah. He owns. <laughs> He's got that weird like page boy haircut and crazy look in his eye, like he yeah. wants to kill people at the same time. That's scary. He's you know? got a linguine dangling out of his mouth. But it is one of, like, a number of holidays that have long since just become a day you get off work if you work at a normal place, like a 9 to 5. Um, it's stacked on top of, which, uh, I don't know what's going on with the month of October, but, e like, every day is, like, a holiday, and they're, you right. know, they're, like, they're up and down, like... You can thank the Jews for that one. Well, no, it's not just Jewish holidays. There's also, like... It was National Taco Day a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> I, well, I don't know where it came from or how it got into my fucking like, life, but I look online, hey, it's National Taco Day. And then the day after the that... The post office is closed, it's National Taco Day. The day after that is National Coming Out Day. So okay. it's like the seriousness is all over the place <laughs> where it's genocide, tacos. Yeah. Uh, you get them confused. One time I planned a genocide reenactment on Arbor Day. <laughs> <laughs> One time I came out on on Taco, on Taco Day, Day. Yeah. yeah, people said, "What are you coming out of a taco?" Yeah. All of a sudden, I said, "Hey, listen." Came out to my Italian family as a taco. Sexuality. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And then, <laughs> and then everyone hated me so yeah. much. <laughs> I don't identify as male or female so much as fourth meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the five dollar box. Why at Taco Bell is there this box? Have you seen this box? No, I haven't, and I'm dying to hear about There's it. There's a $5, like, combo thing that is cheaper than the sum of its parts. Like, if you bought... They're losing money on it this It doesn't box. make any sense. I've. It comes with cinnamon twisties, which I don't like. They're, oh, okay. They're not good. They uh -huh. are just bad They Cheetos. have to get rid of the twisties. It's got to be it, because... <laughs> right. I always want to get it without the twisties, because I'm not going to eat them. or like, yeah. throw them away or just eat them and be grossed out. But if you, I were to try to buy that exact same items without the cinnamon twisties, it would cost like $5 more. So it makes no sense. What the fuck? I don't know, dude. I don't know what's going on there. Twisties are one of those foods that you can throw in the trash and not feel any guilt for because you're like, this wasn't even technically food. It was an animal won't eat it. <laughs> like, a starving child would not be like, Not what? only is there no meat in it, it is not uh, uh <laughs> a, a carbon-based <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's styrofoam. Freegans won't eat that shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Did I ever talk about my my friend who was a vegan in high school? Uh, the entire time I've known him, super animal lover, uh, free spirit, won't even eat Skittles kind of thing. Now, uh, as an adult, he's become a freegan, which, you know, I understand that. Like, you work in the service industry, it's dead anyway. They're going to throw out the food so you eat the meat. Uh, that has evolved for him. With, this is just a continuation of the mentality of freeganism, you <laughs> sure, know? Sure, yeah. You're taking a stand, but then realizing the natural uh, practicalities of your situation. Uh, you work in a kitchen, <clears throat> so if they're going to throw out the meat, you eat it. Yeah. Just because of his, like, free spirit lifestyle, he ends up taking on, like, a lot of, like, traveling work. And the job he keeps getting recently is as an exterminator. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> in, like... <laughs> These areas where they're killing, like, kind of large animals. <laughs> Does he eat them? And so this guy who's dedicated his life to loving animals is just, like, wiping out mid-sized cats in a <laughs> region professionally now. 
<laughs> but does he eat them? I don't think you could. <laughs> I think they're poisoned. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Bit of a bit of a dark look behind the curtain there. <laughs> I guess you have to donate them to like those high schools where they dissect cats. Yeah. Have you ever did you do that in high school? I dissected a frog. Frog's pretty normal. Cow's heart. There was a bio. We did a cow's heart. Cow's heart's cool. Yeah. It kind of just looks like a steak. Yeah. It's really not that exciting. Because you watch enough sitcoms where there's a fight <laughs> over uh, who's going to cut into the animal because the person loves animals, and then you do it in class, and you're like... I felt nothing. <laughs> I've been <laughs> I've been the killer the whole time. <laughs> I uh, actually have no emotions. I'm dead inside. Yeah. My dark passenger. Um speaking of being dead inside. Let's talk about it. Uh there's a lot of hypocrisy in this world. <laughs> Big uh stunning news revelation this week. Uh on the campaign trail in the Democratic Party, things are heating up between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Bernie on the record in an interview. <laughs> They're going to fuck. They're Things are heating up between them. <laughs> it's coffee season. They are the right age where if you left them in a nursing home, why wouldn't that happen? You yeah. Know? People are swinging at that age. People aren't People aren't chained to their common sensibilities the way they were in their 40s and 50s. But uh, uh, Bernie, Bernie is now coming out like uh, people are pressing him on differences between him and Elizabeth Warren. He's saying uh, she's a capitalist and I'm not. So it's a more aggressive stance from him. And the big, the big buzz today or the last two days is uh, this media personality, Ashley Marie Preston, was uh, on Twitter owning Bernie. And she's like a trans media personality. And uh, she was owning him for not going to any of the LGBTQ events, I guess, uh, just due to the realities of the schedule. And uh, one of those one of those stories, he was literally speaking at like a like a event for black women or something. at the same time, <laughs> he was at Black Women Con. Yeah, <laughs> it was like he's doing another very woke thing. You can't just be like you're not in two places at once. Fuck you. It's so weird that all the politicians go to these events because you. I never hear about them unless you know Bernie Sanders is there. Like I'm, I never take the time to go to Black Woman Con and <laughs> dress up as Black Spider Man. Do cosplay yeah. as a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm Condoleezza Rice. Pow pow. <laughs> I'm still doing Spider Man shit. Justin um, Trudeau is there. <laughs> Um, yeah, Justin Trudeau never misses Black Woman Con. He's like, I'm Black Peter Parker. I'm him when he's just a guy. <laughs> no, I'm not Miles Morales. I'm Black Peter Parker. No more questions. <laughs> we'll plant two billion trees. That's a tweet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ashley Marie Preston is owning is owning Bernie online, and then somebody just digged in her Twitter history to 2011, and you can do this for almost any account, and found everything she was tweeting back then was just. The beep noise from Arrested Development. <laughs> it's just a series of slurs at people for no reason. Yeah. Uh, would you like to read us some examples? I would like to, but she deleted all of them. Oh, there's no screenshots? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, bummer. All right, well, yeah. use your imagination. I saw one earlier, but and I can't remember what it was, but it was like... Um, it was like homophobic and... It was about and, racist. and about Asian people. It's a, yeah, she time. really slammed Asian people <laughs> a bunch, 
And, you know, I don't want to be the guy who looks back at 2011 and, you know, hammers you for the crazy racist things you were saying then because that was the culture then. But I will say this. There's a delete button. <laughs> delete that shit. Well, she found it today. Yeah. What? What are you? What are you doing? It's not helping you. You don't need anything you said in 2012 on the internet. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. It's everyone in media has this like um, legacy thing, part of their like narcissism. Because like Twitter is a profoundly dumb website, and mostly serves to just lay traps and sabotage yourself with shit that you thought was funny while you were taking a dump like 10 years ago or whatever. <laughs> it's but, funny what becomes a point of pride. Yeah. Like, I could never delete <laughs> my messaging to the guy at the bodega and calling him gay Chacky Chan. Yeah, I mean... I stand by it years later. You know, sometimes when, like, a comedian dies or something, you go like, oh, well, you know, we'll always have this fucking thing where you can Google their... or you can look up their name and then a concept and go, oh, they had a funny joke about this thing. And it is like, okay, they left, like, a massive thing of jokes online, which is cool and fun, but unless you're writing jokes specifically... I, is your legacy just a bunch of weird shower <laughs> thoughts you had? Do you need, like, does everyone on Earth feel like they need, like, the entirety of, of everyone else to, to be able to Google? You know what it is? is like, a hundred years ago, people just had diaries. Yeah. Like, if you go to a bookstore and get a biography <clears throat> of, like, Che Guevara or something, half that book is just his personal diary that somebody found. It's those racist shit about Chinese It's all his people. fucking shower <laughs> thoughts and racist Chinese yeah. <laughs> And you just put, you put that in a little book, and then you close the book and go about your day. But now we all share the same diary, he's and it like is a, fucked up. laying on a battlefield with, like, a, you know, a wound oozing, and he's like, my spirit animal is uh, fucking, <laughs> or uh, your Mate or whatever. <laughs> Raul Castro is Snape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just doing Twitter shit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, sometimes I look at the armed struggle and I see two Spider-Mans. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> What's a Spider-Man? Um, I might have to cough again. Look out. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> We're all doing really well uh, physically this week. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I'm gonna take that out. <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I said it. <laughs> There's somebody who listens to his misophonia who's going to hate that. <laughs> I love that they yelled at Danny for that. Danny does not work on this podcast. I know. <laughs> also, yelling at Danny will yield you no it results. It will yield you nothing. He's physically too large. Yeah. <laughs> he was born without fear. Okay. Um. So that's the entire story there, basically. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's pretty They deleted funny. it before we could make fun of them. I'll look them up in a little bit. I think I saw one. Like, people get the screenshots. Think of something uh, but yeah, you kind can... of aimless and racist. And, you know, have some fun for yourself. Yeah, you, I mean, you can imagine <laughs> what happened there. It's a silly-ass story. <laughs> <laughs> just, some, just some fun up top. Can you, can you imagine somebody who was kind of annoying on the internet eight years ago is now a different type of annoying on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe it. Oh, how the times have changed. Um, I have a fucking bone-chilling Halloween story about capitalism. Uh, and lightning strike and oh. spooky cobweb sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Frankenstein's grown. This comes from an article in the LA Times. came out on October 13th, 2019. 
at 3 a.m. Wow, they really leaned into this Vincent Price-ass introduction. Um, it's written by Melody Peterson, entitled, uh, In the Rush to Harvest Body Parts, Death Investigations Have Been Upended. So, um, basically, the, sto- huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the story here is... Um, she, and she kind of focuses a little bit more on the like legality uh, crime aspect of it, but there's a detail in here that is. Wait, wait, could you just give me like a super broad assessment of what is happening? Here? Yeah, I will give you that right now. Okay, so basically, um, this writer did an investigation into the industry of harvesting like bones skin and organs from bodies which um you know is a thing i mean obviously when you sign up for like your driver's license you can cl- check like i want to have my uh you know i want to donate my organs if Rip i die the skin off my eyes however what <laughs> if i ever buy a motorcycle <laughs> rip my fucking ears off <laughs> i mean i i checked that box because like after i'm dead i don't give a fuck i'm not like a you know a, yeah. i don't believe it i'm You're not committed a, to goth socialism i'm also not like an egyptian pharaoh where i'm like I'm going to need my lungs in the afterlife. I'm pretty sure that they go away. If and I don't have dead. my lungs, how will I have breath to kiss my slaves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so most people do sign up for that, but um, basically what happened is, in especially in Southern California, this is kind of concentrated there. Um, this is a thing where there, you know there are dozens and dozens of these cases throughout the year, but uh, more than a few dozen of them, specifically for whatever reason, are located in Southern California, which is where these companies exist. It's also just the lifestyle there, <laughs> <laughs> right? Everyone's got fake you know, shit in their body anyway. There's just a lot of Frankenstein-y shit going on yes! down there, right? Yes, uh, I don't know if you've seen. Uh... <laughs> what if he made? What if Dr. Frankenstein makes Frankenstein and he's just got huge tits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) It's alive. Bazoom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's remake. Let's reboot it. Let's do it uh, Southern California style. Um, Anyway, so uh, basically the story here is that um, legally... Uh, because, you know, harvesting organs after someone's died is a, a rather noble and good thing. It is quite noble. Um, the government stepped in and uh, <laughs> goddamn uh-huh. government. <laughs> Between two consenting adults trading skin. Yeah. Well, there, there's been some like uh, some uh, legal action to sort of facilitate the acquiring of organs freshly after someone died because they will like go bad i guess yeah, yeah, yeah but this has led to situations where coroners are required to hand over bodies before they perform an autopsy and this has led to situations where for example um 69 year old marietta jinde Died on September 2016. Uh, September in September of 2016, she had a 70 pound body. This is like an old lady that was just like you know, wow. kind of like well, the, California living. There's a little bit of uh, suspect about what was going on, why she died, right? But before they could uh, perform the autopsy, bones from her leg and arm were gone, and large patches of skin. So they're taking fucking bones out of your body. 
And this, this is, is just fueling the dark magic economy. Yeah, someone wants your <laughs> what the bones. fuck can you do with a bone? <laughs> All right, so we'll get to that, right? But uh, the reason this is happening is because of um, not for uh, not for like necessarily saving lives with the organs, but not for, for nothing. It's the, Columbus Day. The reason it's specific <laughs> to Southern California is that. Um, Basically, this law this law has been lobbied for by um, lobbyists on behalf of these private companies who profit off of all these body parts. Off, <laughs> right? The lobbyists for Big Doctor Frankenstein, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they fucking rule. The main one in this article it's cited is called One Legacy, but um, there's also all these other fucking weird names: Life Bank, Life Sharing. Uh, Ooh. One is called Gift of Life. <laughs> I noticed um, they've gone for a more positive approach. Yeah. <laughs> I would go the other way with it. I'd, I'd call it, like, death. <laughs> Fuck. That's basically, <laughs> like, they're just trying to church it up a bit, but they're, like, they're great. What do you robbing. mean no one wants skin from death? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit from this LA Times article, um, <coughs> and this will reveal why exactly the incentivization occurred to harvest these bones from people like before they can even get to an autopsy table. Here we go. Here's a quote. Although the com companies have emphasized organ transplants, in far more cases nationwide, they harvested skin, bone, fat, ligaments, and other tissues that are generally not used for life-threatening conditions. Those body parts fuel a booming industrial biotech market in which a half teaspoon of ground up human skin is priced at $434. Is this just like <laughs> Is this just Fight Club shit? Like are they making soap? No. Check this out. That product is one of those used in cosmetic surgery to plump lips and posteriors. No. Fill cellulite dimples. No! It enhance penises. It's horrible. In what way does that? <laughs> yeah, my penis enhanced. You look down, your dick just has a thumb now. Yeah. <laughs> and single. I can grab the pussy. A single yeah, <laughs> with my dick. That's a, that's a Everyone thumb. laughed when I got my dick thumb, but <laughs> now who's laughing? Yeah, this is called the ZZ Top. Um, <laughs> so I give my thumbs up when I'm horny. Um, Everyone uh, scoffed when I gave my vagina eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> That's the voice of the person with the Okay. Got it. My vagina. My vagina. A single body can supply raw materials for products that sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars. So, it's not about saving somebody who needs a heart transplant. It's about power. <laughs> if you die in Southern California, there is a large chance that like this private group of uh like organ harvesters will sneak in before you get to the hospital, steal your bones and skin and then use them to fill like rich people's asses. The gig economy has gone horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so like those like Kardashian women's asses are just yeah. full of like Oh like, my god. Like people's skin that died in car accidents and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they're literally like rich people are just harvesting us. It's <coughs> I 
There is a part of me that's like, at least it's going to a good use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so the main crux Because I feel like ass technology has really gone through the roof in the last few years. And, you know, don't we the living appreciate it? Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, like, if I was able to consent in, on my deathbed and I was like, there's no reason for you to do an autopsy, if I was not asked. murdered, you know? I, uh, I'm where I'm going to die. There's no, my family doesn't need to know exactly, you know, what happened. Um, I would give my body to be in some woman's ass. I would need your wife to sign off on this, but would you like to be in Nicki Minaj's next music video? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. That's a real curse of the monkey's paw shit right there. <laughs> I just think if you look at ass technology in 2009 it, compared to 2019, our asses have gone through the space age they look real yeah well i they mean look like real cartoon asses now. have you ever seen like the fail videos of like the silicone implants that women would get in like brazil and absolutely shit? not oh it's so <laughs> fucked up it'll be like you know this big woman's ass and then all of a sudden like you can see the the sh- pill shaped like you know j- silicone gel thing just fall loose and flip around oh fuck it's me. crazy so this shit yeah fuck off you probably shouldn't be doing this to your ass unless it's with the good shit which is being <laughs> described here which is literally harvested from someone's like car accident body but every year we get closer and closer to the mad max apocalypse world <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right now they're just a mediator where you pay for a side business and they go get the dead people but cut 10 years in the future you're just going to be killing people to put directly in your ass that it can only be one step away right? <laughs> <laughs> someone is just wandering the countryside with uh, fucking bandoliers and shit <laughs> looking for skin and fingernails and ass meat um but the reason this is uh you know somewhat problematic which is a little bit more focused on in this article <laughs> aside but, from the fact that it's grave robbing aside from the like dystopian <laughs> future shit is um that it's fucked up all the like there're like uh, murder cases have been overturned because someone you know was the, like someone was either murdered or not murdered and they can't tell if they do the autopsy post harvesting whether like the contusions that they're seeing on the body are from the person who harvested or from the incident, right? Yeah, when you knew your mother, did she have her elbow missing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and part of this is because a lot of these private companies' procurement teams have little to no professional training in investigations, so they're just goons. <laughs> um, Yo, honestly, <clears throat> respect to the goons, though. <laughs> I mean, you know... You got it. It's a living. You need a job. You get on Craigslist. I get it. <laughs> um, but there's like sh- like children in Southern California have died. Like in you know children right. don't have heart attacks and shit. And right. then like they just haven't been able to figure out how like this kid died because they scooped out their arteries and heart valves and Despite stuff. Despite what the media tells you, not every child who's died in Southern California was in a pedophile ring. <laughs> Some of them have mysteries overturned. They also have laws in place that prevent. Um, this from happening specifically if there's going to be media attention so a, if a celebrity dies or in a police officer involved shooting so if you're killed by the police or if you're famous you're safe from the bone harvesters but that's it <laughs> or if the cop is i suppose 
There's uh, a modern day Chinatown story where uh, the the cops are overrunning this uh, crime ring, and you just <laughs> notice them getting juicier and juicier asses. <laughs> yeah, the cops. <laughs> That's because they're mobbed up, man. <laughs> this is how they pay off. <laughs> Looks like you're getting too close as he reaches for his holster behind his incredibly curvy blue pants. <laughs> <laughs> so another aspect of this is that um, because they're is you know this incentivization um these companies have basically buddied up to the coroners and are like installing their people in little suites in morgues in like county morgues and um they're supplying coroners with ipads that are packed with like technology that's specifically designed to analyze a death like immediately and then like i'll show you a picture there's just like a little fucking skeleton that pops up oh <laughs> it says how much is a body worth i was just laughing at the the product description of our ipads are are packed with technology <laughs> just jam-packed have you seen these things they got a whole tv in there <laughs> Um, Wait, so so what's the most valuable organ? Okay, let's read some off of this chart. Um, cornea. <laughs> According used, to my charts. <laughs> cor- cornea used as a replacement is worth $3,100 uh, $3, or $3,150. That's um, rent, y'all. So that's an eye. That's pretty good. Uh, jawbone is uh, for dental surgery, $3,000 for a whole jawbone. Okay. Check this out. A rib is only $510 for a small piece, but it's used for a nose job. Ah. So if you get a nose job, they put someone's rib in there. They put your rib up in there. Yeah. So you're like from the Bible, I suppose. Yeah. They take, uh, you, uh, they take your rib out so you can suck your own dick and someone else <laughs> can look good. I don't it's know. like when you grow your hair long to give to people with cancer. But <laughs> yeah. In the end, you get to suck yourself off. Um, Isn't that dangerous when they do that? <clears throat> Has there been any conclusive studies? Like, don't you need your rib to not have your organs explode? It's actually precisely put there by God to keep you from sucking, right. sucking your own dick, <laughs> which is the true danger. <laughs> because um, I can't remember who said this. I Some comedian said it, I think, but uh, sucking your own dick probably feels more like sucking a dick than getting your dick sucked. Yeah, <laughs> for sure it does. <laughs> Why would that? I've gotten close. <laughs> close enough to know. Um, ground bone mixed with stem cells for back surgery, $2,500 for one teaspoon. Oh, shit. Hey, that's, that's not bad. Lucrative. Bone dust. <laughs> <laughs> ulna. An ulna is part of your, like, forearm, uh, $3,400. Ulna is the Russian part of your forearm. <laughs> <laughs> I am ulna. I am for jacking off. Um, I can be good wife. <laughs> <laughs> I hold together your wrist. <laughs> Il- iliac crest, which is part of your pelvis, is used in spinal fusion. $748 for a quarter-inch wedge. Um, okay. A wedge. That's cool. Uh, i got a few left here. Ground femur. Ground femur used to secure dental and other implants for uh, $955 for one teaspoon. So this is is this is a, a different type of ground bone than the previous kind. I get it's. I guess you specifically need femur, the cute, the biggest fucking bone in your body. This is definitely just for witches. I don't <laughs> fucking believe any of this shit. This is how you make spooky stuff in World of Warcraft. <laughs> if uh, you're serious about being spooky, you have to differentiate <clears throat> your bones. Knee cartilage with shin bone attached for knee surgery, six thousand and sixty-nine dollars. Specifically, sixty-nine dollars. That's pretty cool. Um, there was a fucking millennial doctor in there. 
who priced it. Achilles tendon used in sports surgeries, 2142 uh, for 8-inch tendon. And then the highest one, uh, to answer your question, for cosmetic surgeries and wound care, skin. Skin, <laughs> skin, skin. $16,500 for uh, 8x10-inch square of skin. Why millennials are ruining the skin economy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess the fucking, like, the... The most valuable thing that they come for if they're like, you know, trolling around the highway nightcrawler style and they see that you died <laughs> is they just want your skin. They just want your skin. They want to make leather face. Anyway, capitalism is doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you just got to rise and grind because it's Thursday. <laughs> oh, um, I was trying to get this bit off the ground last week and I'm never going to do it again, I think, because of the reaction I got. But uh, <laughs> the idea was... Uh, uh, I was doing like a conceptual bit about health insurance and how it's an abomination because it's essentially like uh, 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 high stakes betting and healthcare, and they're just two things that don't go together. They're an abomination. And this was the uh, punchline I wanted to get to, which is that uh, when you say you're going to fix health insurance, you're just fixing two things that shouldn't go together. So there are like politicians running on fixing the idea of a dog gun. Like if we made a g- dog that is also a gun. I follow you. And do you follow me? I because follow I you. started this and a guy in the front row just kept going, what? Yeah. No. Well, what? I mean, <laughs> I could understand why an audience wouldn't get what you're saying yeah. precisely, which is why we are like doing this podcast and not going to win the next election and everything's fucked and terrible. People don't understand that. This is better in a way. Health insurance is a fact of life to a lot of people, so... You know, you, it's hard to start a premise. Let me continue explaining this dog that is also a gun. Dog right, gun. So you're Give wondering it what it looks like. It's around a medium-sized dog, a good fluff <laughs> to it, maybe a paunch, healthy, looking good. Uh, you Maybe you're used to it, uh, being around the house. You're friends with the dog gun, but then all of a sudden an intruder comes in. What you're going to want to do is pick up the dog and squeeze it. Easy to do. You're going to want to do it anyway. It's a big old pupper. Now, what you're doing is loading the dog gun. We're going to have a section of rib shoot up from the center of the dog into the head, and that's there the chamber is. The ears pop out. Now your dog gun's loaded. When the tail goes back, that's a trigger mechanism. It's going to hurt the dog a lot, and what you're going to want to do is just make sure the mouth is open, right. and it is going to be a hell of a task for you because this thing is squirming left and right. But when you push that tail alive. down... When you push that tail down, you're shooting a section of rib out of its mouth at 2,000 feet per second. You don't get that mouth open. You're going to miss your target, and you're going to blow the front off your dog gun. So the t- the tail is kind of like the hammer, so you could pick up the tail and exactly. do, like, cowboy stuff with it? Exactly. You can do right. cowboy stuff, and I'm you listening. just shoot out chunks of the dog gun. <laughs> Does it bark when it shoots the bullets? Uh, yeah, it makes a noise, but it's more of a, like, a compact firing sound <laughs> as the hammer goes down. Um... And anyway, so if you're running to fix the dog gun, essentially we're you know, back my campaign. Uh, at the end of it, we'll make sure these dog guns no longer have depression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see how someone would not follow that. Oh, yeah. I liked it, though. Yeah, it's a good insight into how uh, many bad ideas I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, such as, you know, the creative comedy Say writing process. Vie. You gotta harvest the skin before you can sell it. As yeah, the expression goes. There's only so much skin. It's on a <laughs> it's on a joke's body. And you must act ruthlessly to acquire that valuable bone dust of jokes. 
used for um it is perfect this is all happening in southern california though yeah oh yeah the most uh uh like shallow place in america if you well, want to pick it, a small area i mean it is literally for the plastic surgery industry <laughs> um because it's you know they just they just passed it off like this is about saving lives it's like did you perform a life-saving assoplasty on someone? <laughs> Did they, was someone going to die if they didn't get their dick lengthened or whatever? <laughs> it's, for, it's for the one thing that, you know, like, arguably Medicare for All probably shouldn't cover. Look, we have to start harvesting bones and skin, or else we can't give Nip Talk another six seasons. It's one of those uh, full-body modification tattoo people. It's like, I need an emergency tail put on my body so I can be a leopard. We live in the stupidest version of cyberpunk, where we're doing body modification, but you don't get anything cool from it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know some people that have, like, lights inside of their skin and shit, and that's pretty what? cool. Yeah. My Who? friend, my friend Miker has uh, magnets in his fingertips. Miker? Yeah. L- open Miker? No, he's not a comedian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know why his name is Miker and not Mike. Uh-huh. Um, but he has. Uh, I think Hard he listens. I think he shout out. I think he listens to the show sometimes. Hey, shout out to Miker. Uh, no, cool skin, man. No, he's a cool like cyberpunk guy who's also like an anarchist. Get and, a radar uh, in there. We should get him on sometime. Let's Fuck talk about yeah. Mutual aid shit. But he, uh, but yeah, he has fuck. He has a, a fucking light underneath his skin and his arm. He can touch with his magnet, and then it lights up like blue or red or whatever. It's really cool. I don't know how he got it in there. <laughs> if you could get a body modification, what would you get? Um, God, I like I want to say horns, but that's a terrible idea. Yeah, no, don't get it. <laughs> just going to jump in here. I was thinking of like a like a something useful. <laughs> <laughs> horns could be useful. You ever get in a fucking bar fight, you know? And yeah, then the yeah. guy's got horns? You didn't see that coming. You started making your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is stomping on the ground and <laughs> That's Jake. You don't want to mess with him. <laughs> yeah. You mess with the Jake, you're going to get the horns. You get the horns. <laughs> um body modification i i mean something cool like the magnets in the fingertips like something that's useful sounds cool but that also magnets also fuck up a lot of electronics so i'm not exactly sure like how you would go about adjusting the settings on your tv is there a way to get metal bones that works out yeah like uh like wolverine like wolverine (laughs) well i mean but wolverine's power is that he can recover from any surgery yeah you know what I would like? Okay, I got one. Okay. I would like um, phone a phone charger installed on my body. Yes. So that it now can run thinking. off of my own like heart your natural or whatever. Elect- would that make you tired though? Charging your phone? Maybe it would be exercise. You know, maybe it'd be aerobic you exercise. You get abs from charging your phone. Yeah. See, this is the kind of outside the box thinking that is going to take this podcast to the next level. <laughs> yeah, we just got to get hooked up with the right doctor. Who else is offering these solutions? Life Bank <laughs> and uh, Gift of Life. Is delete your account proposing in-body USB chargers? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one's figured out the future like us. See, we're like you know, we're not anti-tech. We're just it should be used for the people. An- anarcho-tech. <laughs> We're yeah. wearing balaclavas and we're doing science. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, be careful out there in Southern California. Yeah. Um, 
because of the body harvesters. They'll come to get you. And also because your state is always on fire and will one day be launched into the sea by an earthquake. Yeah, dude. I was just out there. And, uh, you know, I sometimes you think, like, should I move to L.A. like as a comedian? And it is on fire and full of Frankenstein EMS guys. <laughs> I'm fucking fine. I think it'll be I'm a fucking while. fine. <laughs> New the York. rats here are nice. <laughs> New York for life, baby. Look, I got a pigeon outside. It's fucking cool. Beautiful. God's plan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, was there any more election shit or anything? What the fuck was the other thing we were going to talk about? We were going to talk about the Im- the impeachment. Yeah, all right, let's Snape. get to it. Oh, John yeah. Bolton is Snape. John Bolton is good again, and via the rules of liberal brain, he has to be a Harry Potter character. We're, we're he- taking back everything from Nicaragua. He's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's Snape. It's just the, the liberal brain is all about forgiving literally every war criminal for some reason. If you want to talk to your parents again, you have to just start calling things Snape. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. They're they an love important it. part of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they love they love Snape, folks. He's like it's the same trend. Like remember when they liked Comey again after he tanked the election for Hillary and uh, yeah, and Mueller and like uh, even though he's a fucking Republican, Mueller was weird because he never had like a moment of national villainy, but he yeah. just never had a he never did anything good. He did like he a just whole was lot a Republican, so they liked him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got their hopes up for no reason that a Republican right. would save them from Trump. He notice me, Chad. <laughs> Notice um, me, senpai. Uh, but John Bolton... And then uh, George W. Bush is the ultimate, like, he's yes. good again, because I like Ellen or whatever. Yes, the Ellen thing is slightly old, but I feel like we can talk about it. Uh, the Illuminati is real. <laughs> <laughs> is the long and short on that one. If you're yeah. wondering why Ellen likes George Bush now, it's because they both hang out at the same hotels you can't afford. Yeah. Well, it's because they're rich and, like, because... You know, being a liberal is a very reactionary thing in itself, in that your politics are just defined by this idea that all of your gut feelings and empathies are, you know, you have a good soul and they come from a good place, which is why uh, something boring, like actually showing up to the pipeline, is not something that's really that in the liberal brain, but being mad about Columbus Day sure is, and it's all very emotional. So it's easy. You know, imagine yourself in Ellen's shoes and having to go... Her this, dancing shoes. Her dancing shoes with uh, uh, doing the damn Joker dance on TV for her parents. Um, I still like Ellen because she was on that uh, ride they have at Disney where she explains the dinosaurs. You ever go on that? No. It's in Disney World, and she tells you about gas and renewable energy with Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, wow. And it is downright endearing. Yeah, but you know... Bill Nye. And then she brings out George Bush. If we've learned anything <laughs> he does about 9/11. Do- like scientists being in the entertainment industry. He's coming for your bones. Oh my god. He's going to do experiments. Is he behind this? Yeah, yeah. he's going to do he's going to show your kids. Here, look. <laughs> I put your mom's dead head in a woman's ass. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing an experiment. On what we could do with a market of fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess my point about Ellen being Little Donnie's like, short on his money this month, so we're going to break his knees. <laughs> for, for her to... <laughs> it's just doing the monster mash. Okay. <laughs> my point, I guess my point about Ellen, which is like, whatever, if you listen to the show, it's, it's probably obvious or whatever, but like, um, th- for her to be put in that situation of having to question this like social interaction she had with a guy who is a legitimate war criminal, A, 
it's not intuitive. It's probably uncomfortable. And then you can therefore, if you're in that situation, resolve to just go, well, I don't like this. Therefore, it's probably not good or true. And then the other thing is that it really fundamentally challenges what she's doing on TV to begin with. Right. So you would... If you admit that that's true, you'd probably lose a shit ton of viewers and support from people. So you just have to like double down and just kind of go la 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 la. This isn't he's true. Trying to change. Yeah. Yeah. But like that is so yeah. obvious on its face. I mean, and the thing is, even if he is trying to change, the severity of his crimes are so dire that it really only justly ends with him in the goddamn Hague. <laughs> right. I mean, look at the way he's being treated versus the way you treat, like, Susan Sarandon online. And it's like, well, you're nicer to the fucking worst people on Earth than to people who just, like you know, support left issues or whatever. I was spelling her name out for a tweet earlier, and it did make me realize that Susan Sarandon is spelled Susan Sarandon, and then I thought of her as a dinosaur. How about Susan Sarandon? And she's <laughs> <laughs> she's the rapper from hell. Uh, if you have sex with her, you can get Susan Sarandon. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, all uh, right. Okay. Where's this going? Tell me about Bolton. Okay, Bolton. Um, okay, so they're, they're suspecting that he's the one who leaked... Uh, uh, the Trump-Ukraine conversations, he leaked which it out of his ha- ass. are the source of his impeachment now. And you know, I'm all for impeaching the guy because he's a jackass and deserves to be impeached. But uh, the idea that you would spend even a moment praising the sheriff of <laughs> the sheriff of war crimes, howdy, 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 John Bolton. <laughs> for essentially just narking on this guy who fired him, yeah, uh, is a laugh to me, well, mate. I'm laughing about it. All of the weird, like, I mean, uh, you know, someday there's going to be a great like movie or TV show about the just the fucking weird hayride that the Trump administration was with all the firings and the like. Um, I mean, it. it I imagine that the Trump administration's story could be told really effectively as like a film noir story or like a ah. Raymond Chandler type thing because there's just constantly reveals and who was conspiring with who against who and it's a big fucking soap opera. But you're a dummy if you're like every time a new person turns out to have betrayed him slightly to be like, oh, that means they're secretly like, you know, this they've been a plant the whole time and are on the side of good. No, they're just all deeply involved with like multi-level like backdoor deals and fucking Mexican standoff style shit happening against each other every once in a while one of them is sort of against him to, to continue the analogy if John Bolton is Snape almost everyone who has worked with Donald Trump and was eventually betrayed by him is also Snape yeah he's <laughs> Snape they're all Snape it doesn't make the any school sense. is full of Snapes <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> which I think would ruin the book because it wouldn't be a pleasant place to go to school if all of the teachers were so grim. It would be weird, especially if they're all the same guy. Yeah. Mm, Mr. Potter. Yeah. Going somewhere, Mr. Bolton. Wait, no, he is Snape. Um, uh, who is Mr. Harry Potter? Baron. Baron's Baron. Or Jared. <laughs> Off to look at train, Baron. <laughs> 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 Ten points from Autism House. <laughs> yeah. um, Damn, I miss Alan Rickman. Someone broke into my vape closet, Mr. Baron. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I, I feel like it's fair for us to lash out at the Harry Potter worship, but Alan Rickman was a fucking cool-ass dude. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Fucking, those movies were really fun popcorn movies, and those books were fine. It's the, not the thing itself. It's just what everyone does with them. It yeah. really, it really sucks, man. It's not that skin is bad. It's just that it's being taken off your corpse and put into an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snape was fun to watch as Alan Rick. He was a guy from Die Hard. What a fun, you know, what a fun concept. What a fun guy. And then they had to go and say he's uh, uh, fucking Elizabeth Warren or something. And now he's Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he has devious plans. Elizabeth Warren could be a teacher at Hogwarts. She has the, she has teacher energy. Yeah. 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 Well, they tried to fucking meme her into being Hermione. Uh, See, but she couldn't be Hermione. She's far too old. She's simply too old. <laughs> she's a teacher. You can't see her with having a bright future. She's clearly all the way there. She's Professor McGonagall. She could turn into a cat. <laughs> it, that would be fine. It makes perfect sense. Great character, too. Why am I better at your thing than you, Libs? <laughs> <laughs> the worst person you know just made a fantastic point. <laughs> <laughs> How um, far in are we? We got like 10 minutes left. Ooh. I mean, we're like done. We can wrap it up. I wonder what we'll be talking about. Well, I mean, is there anything else to this, uh, to this Ukraine impeachment story? I've been following it like a little and... Um, I don't it's just like this isn't gonna fucking mean anything in like a month they're not gonna impeach him over it right after the Mueller stuff it's hard even pretending for a minute <laughs> that this is going to be important in six months yeah this shit does like I you know I, by instinctually don't even read it anymore because like I will know if and when the big one is happening because it'll be a story for more than a fucking week and uh whenever this stuff happens I just I'm like, oh, they made more of my mom's TV show that she likes to watch. Which <laughs> oh, is she loves this. The soap opera of the Trump administration. <laughs> and I'm like, well, good. I hope it's entertaining. But it's uh, essentially just, you know, mask-off version of kind of what was already happening. It's like the White House version of General Hospital. <laughs> General White House. General, my name's General White House. <laughs> <laughs> and think- Cory Booker has a twin! <laughs> <laughs> No, he's got a fucking monstrous... Uh, oh, he has a brother, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Not a twin. <clears throat> Don't a- send me a message about this. Castro has a twin. Castro has a twin. Yeah. Well, good. Good. <laughs> I feel like there's one more... There's got to be something big this week we missed. How long ago was uh, that trial for uh, the woman who broke into that man's house and shot him to death? And then the... Oh my god. All right, we can talk about that a little bit. Um Let's get some names. It was the Let's get receipts. The victim was Botham Jean and uh the officer was named Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger. So, what happened is at um like she was she got sentenced. Um I can't remember the exact sentences, but I think she's going to prison and at Just the, for a quick recount of what she did, she, a police officer, went into her neighbor's house, thinking it was her house, and then shot the guy who lived there to death. That is a thing you can only do drunk. <laughs> you, unless you have fucking early onset Alzheimer's or whatever, you can only walk into your neighbor's apartment thinking it's your apartment drunk, and then the extra level of you're a cop and you're carrying your gun. Doesn't it seem like a botched commercial for, like, yeah... This guy needs a Klondike bar. <laughs> <laughs> the, I've done something like this one time where I 
I had a roommate and we switched rooms. Yeah. And I came home drunk like like a couple days after we had switched rooms and my legs instinctually took me to my room and then I walked in on a shadowy so they were fucking just two people fucking and I was like, "Oh, my bad." And you shot them? And I shot them to death <laughs> and killed them with with my a, gun I have on me at all times. It was the dog gun, which you're <laughs> legally allowed to carry in Texas. Yeah, I did the hammer thing with the tail. The trail like, of misery continues. Get him, Fido. <laughs> this is from my friend's Whoa. joke in the future. The thing about that dog gun, too, is it dies after you use it. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Yeah, well, of course it would. Of course it does. That's not functional at all. Theirs is a tale of damnation. No, but it was like a funny, like we laughed about it the next day. Yeah. And, ah, we're all in our 20s. Thank you know? God we're not patrolling police officers. But uh, to walk into someone's home and then think like... There's a black man in my home. <laughs> and then look at all the pictures. Sitting in my chair, looking like he lives here. Why is all my furniture different? <laughs> Why are all the... He put himself in all the pictures. Isn't that like a Chappelle joke? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. put himself in all these pictures. Um, yeah, so a Chappelle joke really fucking happened in real life. And it was sad. Yeah, and um, I think the stories that, like, at the, the trial... The guy who testified against her. The, well, so a bunch of people hugged the officer like from the family as just a way of putting a cap on the whole thing and you know saying it's a big tragic thing but the one guy who didn't who was his friend who testified against her who was like a, he showed up to court in a fucking Dragon Ball Z shirt yeah it, some dude just some cool guy later was uh, killed in the most faked drug deal of all fucking times. Execution style. Uh, uh, yeah, according to the Dallas Police Department, they, they fucking so clearly set this up. It was a drug deal where he had like $4,000 on him and like, you know, two giant bricks of weed or something. And some people... <laughs> he had bricks of weed. I can't remember the exact... Just think about what the... <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who's currently in like a high profile police shooting case and he's just casually still dealing weed like this. Why would he be, you know? And the story was that some customers drove from Lafayette to Dallas four hours to purchase weed in another state where it's also illegal. Given you can get weed in Lafayette. I've been to Lafayette. I've been everywhere. There's weed everywhere, It's dude. weed heaven. This country is fucking covered in weed. You can fucking get it anywhere. There's no reason you have to drive four hours to do a fucking small drug deal. You can kill someone, look inside their body, and extract <clears throat> weed from their body. You probably could. You could smoke that bone dust. But the Joshua other Brown is uh, Dragon Ball Z shirt's name. Okay, yeah. Um, the other thing about this is that he... You could have... In theory, these people that drove four hours to buy some weed from this guy, I fuck, I was just there. Dallas is like a stone's throw from Oklahoma, where weed is legal and cheap. Like, they're fucking trying, can't get rid of it. They're trying to sell it. I can't get rid of all this weed. <laughs> yeah, because. Here at Jake's Weed Warehouse. The market is flooded, and fucking everyone wants to make weed when you legalize it in a state like that. So there's like, this story makes no fucking sense, dude. It's 100%. 
It's 100% somebody in the police department fucking murdered this guy and was like, he was doing crime. Yeah, because they <laughs> have, like... doing crime to be filled in later. <laughs> they have no understanding of how any of this shit actually works. You know, cops are always, like, so obvious when they're undercover. They don't know what real people are like and how, you know... And this fucking mirrors exactly half of the activists from the Ferguson protests who just showed up dead in cars six months later. Yeah. And were just like, oh, he slipped. Yeah, they're just rubbing it in our fucking faces. And... He was having a, a gang drug <laughs> when he fucking shot himself in his own mouth. Yeah, I mean, they always, they always fuck... The story is some misunderstood shit that they think, you know, gang members do. Like, uh, he was, um, you know, uh, fucking uh, breakdancing or something, and it got... I, I, I don't know, just some He insane... was composing an angry rap yeah. when things got out of hand. <laughs> God. He was calling his friend Ice Cube <laughs> to see what it takes to win more drugs and more fame. But uh, just zooming out with this, it's very interesting cross-referencing with uh, uh, the Ellen stuff we were talking about earlier or uh, or the Elizabeth Warren stuff because you have in real time fascist executions by police against black men mostly and just American citizens at large happening in broad daylight. Yeah. You know, also, like, the Epstein stuff, like, we we saw all of that evidence, and it just went away. And there's nothing you could do about it. And all you can do is just be mad at Ellen. And so politics <laughs> is, just, is just telling Ellen to stop being around George Bush now. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I guess that is, like, the Columbus Day thing I was talking about. Where well, vans of skeletons show up at your house and extract <laughs> your body for cash. The skeletons <laughs> that the necromancer makes in Diablo show up. <laughs> And fight your ambulance driver for for the rights to your blood, so they can sell it to to fucking uh, uh, you know I don't know who uh, the doctor from Nip Talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister Doctor from Nip Talk. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, also, I guess on a more cynical point, like um, you know, a more cynical. <laughs> I just am fucking over Warren, and like at least people that support her just. You know, we'll argue with you for six months when it's convenient that they are just love people of color and that they're on the side of people of color, and then they will just fucking go with Warren or Buttigieg or whatever. It and seemed different six months ago, but she's clearly become the face of the establishment. The, the white establishment. Right. And they she's couldn't sell you Kamala, and they couldn't really sell you... Uh, Cory Booker, they have Warren. She's what people will buy right now, and they're going to sell her. She's not going to show up to Dallas and bust a bunch of cops' skulls and, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, fight for the community. You know, she's going to – I don't know what she's going to do. Won't you feel embarrassed when Elizabeth Warren takes a Punisher-style twist? It <laughs> 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 goes outside the law to seek justice. Oh, yeah. Joshua Brown. She turns into a cat when she does it. Yeah. Fights crime as a cat. Meow, meow. All right. Um, let's get plugs Ten in. points for Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, McGonagall Cat. Thank you, Warren Cat. Da, 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 da. Yeah, what a wonderful magical world that is. <laughs> I've been playing Fire Emblem on Switch for the last week, and you essentially get to live in Hogwarts and that. Cool. Like, it's a good feeling. Yeah. What house are you, bitch? I'm the Golden Deer. Is that in Fire Emblem? That's yes. a thing. Cool. Yes. And. They're with the Alliance of Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this is. Let's do plugs and get out of here. Yes. Um, we have the debate tonight. It's too late for that. Yeah, I mean, I can put this up right now, but 
it would no, be insane if um, someone <laughs> <laughs> heard it and was like, I got to fucking rush to Manhattan. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes and come to my show on Sundays in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Bad news. It's a comedy show every Sunday at 7. It's 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 a goddamn comedy show. We have wonderful stand-up comedians on it. All your favorites. Maybe uh, Jake will come on it. Yeah. Let's all do each other's shows. We haven't done that in a while. You don't have a show. I used to have one, <laughs> and I will have one in the future. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you come, I'll put Jake on it. How about that? There you go. Come and demand me. <laughs> Even though I'm, They're demanding more, Jake! <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so tired of doing stand-up right now. And the <laughs> only have some new material that I'm still iffy about. Um, <laughs> Haven't gotten Dog Gun off the ground yet. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I did write that as a premise for Bad News. Um, feral jokes on everything... Um, roast debates tonight. Yeah, like we said. Uh, oh, I'm on Sticker Treat at the Knitting Factory on the 28th of October. I'm also on an undead variety show at the Footlight in Ridgewood. Um, I have a pretty fun thing planned for Sticker Treat, which is a surprise. I won't tell anyone until the show. Um, also, listen to my other podcast, Why You Mad? If you enjoyed uh, Luisa Diaz's appearance on our show, me and her started like a spinoff about... Uh, comedy and art history and stuff if you enjoy being mad <laughs> also about being mad <laughs> check <yeah>. it out <laughs> <laughs> um and you know please uh, rate review and subscribe all our stuff and sign up for our damn patreon if you would like uh to hear you know all uh, of our stuff behind the paywall. we're gonna put our live show we just had with the antifada on the patreon so you can watch it even if you weren't there yeah um the best way to support us as comics is the patreon i think um because uh, the rest of the shit I make is just on streaming and stuff for free. So right. I'm just going to really fucking hammer this home. Because and with compliments. I need your money. I need you. I need to. <laughs> otherwise, I'm going to have. I'm going to sell my damn bones. I'm going to have to sell my a femur for old people to uh, make fake teeth. All right. This is getting desperate. <laughs> <laughs> give me your money. No. I'm just kidding. Only give me it if you, if you have it to spare. Um <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm serious. Look, so- you can lose a patch of skin. It's not going to kill you. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. very valuable. <laughs> Let's all sell our skin. Okay. Uh, I'll see you at the skin market. It's finished. <laughs>